Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Accentuate the shape and really get that mullety, shaggy look. My mullet was out of control. It's a disruptor uh, when you see it. The grungy style, 70s Woodstock, the Billy Ray Cyrus mullet, the David Bowie mullet. Well, honestly, NWA. Oh, okay, right. NWA had mullets. Uh, Chuck Berry had a great mullet. Mullets have a rep. Most associate them with aspiring and pro hockey players, wrestling stars, and hair metal bands in the 1980s, or colorful characters like Joe Dirt and the Tiger King Joe Exotic. But more recently, the mullet and its sister hairstyle, the shag, have been emerging from barbershops and hair salons alike, and doing so in business in the front, party in the back glory. Mullet wearer Justin is originally from St. Charles and now lives in Florida. He told producer Maya Norfleet that he thinks most people who get a mullet do so, in his words, to generally annoy the public. After two years of growing his mullet out, he says that his alternative do is becoming more accepted and polished. There's always like certain hairstyles that are always on the edge of counterculture, even when they are accepted. And mullets always kind of help that space. You know, it, it can be fancy or it can be, like, down and dirty country. There's so many different, like, inner styles to it as well. So originally when I started, I wanted to go for, like, the gritty country redneck shaved sides. But ultimately, I wanted to get to, like, the nice, like, luxurious, wavy MacGyver look, which is almost where I am now. We also heard from Natalie from Kinlock. Natalie is a fan of switching up styles, and at least once a year, she and her beautician plan a mullet. Her inspiration comes from the style her mom had when she was a child. I got a mullet because I like to be different, and my beautician, if I come in, I'll be like, I want something different. And I looked at the picture, I'm like, I want a mullet. Because my mama had one when I was a little girl. She had one, and I copied her herself. Like, my mullet was out of control. It was me. <laughs> I need to go get my hair done. <laughs> I'm going to get the mullet done. To talk about the return and appeal of the mullet, we have Sir Carowell, barber and co-owner of Elite Blends Barbershop. Sir, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We also have Onawa Brown, hairstylist at Chop Shop. Onawa, welcome to you as well. Thanks for having me. So you were both kind of uh, laughing as we heard from (laughs) uh, those people talking about mullets. Let's go back to the first time, though. Uh, Sir, do you remember cutting your first mullet? And, you know, what was your reaction when the client sat down and said, give me a mullet? Oh, I couldn't wait. Um, It's something I don't often get to do. Uh, Like we were speaking earlier, um, mullets, they never really went out of style, but they kind of just go in and out. And so whenever I get a chance to do one, I'm super excited because I don't get to do them often. Uh, but yeah, I was I was stoked. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was it? Um, probably, Jesus, like 
six, seven years ago, the first time I did one. Okay. And then it was a, a very long time before I did another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, how about for you? Um, well, I'm fairly new to the industry, but I was definitely like cutting mullets and shags while I was in beauty school in 2019, 2020. But uh, as far as like my first one, was, it was on myself when I was like 12 during oh. my scene kid phase, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And you, so you did it yourself. Yeah. What were you taking as your, or who maybe were you taking as your inspiration at that time? It was just like, like the internet scene at the time blowing up on MySpace. It was like the big hair. So it was just a matter of like the disconnection, the bigness, the longness. And a lot of it was also added on. So there was like extensions added to accentuate the shape, and really get that mullety, shaggy look to it as well. And Again, like Sir said, and that we were talking about earlier, the mullet has been like always in style. It's a timeless thing. It's just a matter of how it's been styled throughout the decades. Mm-hmm. And Sir, you know, you, you've said it's not something that has gone away. It's mm-hmm. always kind of been around. As a professional, I mean, why do you think mullets are so popular today? Um, like the guy that spoke earlier, it's like it's a way to like not to conform to the views of society. Um, it's a haircut that is not traditional. Um, it's a disruptor uh, when you see it. Uh, it's just it has its own style, its own look, it has its own you know flow to it. And uh, I think what makes people appeal to them is because they don't want to conform to the the bubble that is society so mm-hmm. and do you find onawa that the, those who are coming into the salon to ask for this particular style also sort of fit the the personality sort of profiles of justin and natalie whom we heard oh yeah but that's kind of the beauty of the mullet is it like goes all over the different subcultures mm-hmm. and it's again just a matter how you style it and what are some of the ways that people personalize you talked about some of the extensions and things. Are there certain things that have become a little more popular over the last couple of years? I definitely see people embracing their natural texture with these styles more, which mm-hmm. is beautiful to see because you just get that that space being taken up and you just see kind of like all the decades come back at once right now, I feel like, just depending on the yeah. texture in someone's <laughs> hair. Uh-huh. And it's really cool to see how people will change it to their personal style. So, uh, for instance, I have uh, extensions in to accentuate my shag at the moment, and I had a mullet for, like, the last five years. And I kind of dig more of, like, the grungy style of the mullet that is also kind of an mm. ode to, like, 70s Woodstock mullets at the time. So it's, again, just like we see history come back and forth, and it's just a matter of how it's styled. Because mm-hmm. then we also have like the Billy Ray Cyrus mullet that's very oh, glossy, that. right? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that one's like really glossy and shiny, or the David Bowie mullet. And there's just so many different ways that it can be worn. Like, and yeah. I was going to say, like, in black culture, it's the shag. Okay. And mm-hmm. so for a lot of uh, the 80s and the 90s, uh, black men couldn't get their hair to be long and curly like that. So they would use a, a texturizer or a perm, uh, kind of like, uh, well, honestly, N.W.A. Oh, N-W- okay, N-W-A right. N.W.A. had mullets. Uh, Chuck Berry had a great mullet. 
Uh, actually, crazy story. I actually got to cut his hair when I first. Oh started. my god! Yeah. Lucky oh, wow. you. Uh, I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> I was too young to understand oh who came into the shop. I'm sorry we getting all over the place. But, <laughs> no, this is awesome. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Did you re- cut a mullet for him? No. So Chuck Berry, like I said, used to wear a process. Uh-huh. And so his hair used to go comb. He used to comb into the back. And I remember I was 22 years old. I had just started my career as a barber. And I wanted to get there early before everybody so I could make money. And so I opened the shop up. And this man with a captain hat came to the door and knocked on the door. <laughs> and I looked and I was like, I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, we're not open yet. He was like, um, <laughs> he said, my barber usually comes in around this time, uh, but could you give me a cut? And I looked and I was like, yeah, come on, come on. And so I'm cutting his hair. Oh, you poached him. <laughs> yeah, I was cutting his hair. And um, and then, you know, I was just asking questions. And then um, I asked him, I said, I said, what's your name? And he looked oh at me, <laughs> and he looked, and I, I didn't, I was, I was a kid, I didn't understand. And so he looked at me, and it was like, you can call me Mr. Barry. And I was like, all right, fast forward, I think I cut his hair like maybe two or three times. Fast forward. Did I'm you in, realize by like the nope, third, oh my goodness. Nope. I was, I was not paying attention. Um, and when all the barbers came in, I was cutting his hair. And that was like, looking at me, and everybody just looking like, Dude, he, what the hell? <laughs> and then, so I told him, I said, all right, Mr. Barry, I'll see you later. And he said, and one of the barbers like, do you know who that is? I was like, Mr. Barry? He's like, boy, that's Chuck Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I yeah. think, wow, so, really, that's beautiful. It illustrates. Yeah. That's a testament to St. Louis right there. Well, yeah. and it's a testament to the mullet. Like, we're talking about this hairstyle, which... Yes. Um, is you know we we might locate in in certain parts of the mm-hmm. of of history um, in different eras, but it, you know in a way his was a mullet. It was. I'm yeah. just thinking about it. Yeah, like, exactly. That's why I yeah. like Chuck Berry had a mullet. Yeah, because even though it wasn't like the mullet, uh, everyone feels that it has to be a little bit longer on top. But because he used to wear it back, and he just wanted like mm-hmm. something off the sides, it's a it's just a matter of how you style it. Yeah, that's my argument, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I have seen that there is something out of uh, Dallas, the Dallas mullet. Yep. What is that, sir? Um, so it can be different ways because it's is is how it's styled. Like, so for for black men, it's a shag. Yes, it's the like, Dallas shag. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's it's a it's an afro on the back of the neck. That's pretty much what it is. Okay. And then they get a really low haircut where it's not bald, but it's like wavy. Mm-hmm. So the hair, well, the best way to describe it, the whole haircut is dark. Okay. It's all dark and maybe have a little bit of fade on the sides. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm not too familiar, you know, for different hair textures and different ethnicities on that uh, Dallas shag, but or or uh, mullet. Well, now uh, she can uh, she could probably yeah. tell you better. And what is it that makes a mullet a mullet, technically speaking? So I argue, honestly, that anything with, like, a severe disconnect in your hair from, like, the length to the layers is technically a mullet. So, like, technically my haircut right now is technically a mullet if I really want to, like, get into the nitty-gritty. But... Again, it's existed, like, all throughout time. Like, Mm -hmm. it was an evolutionary advancement for man at one point because, (laughs) like, we had to cut it short to see but have Mm -hmm. it long in the back to, like, protect us from the elements. Right, right. And then further on in time, like, we saw it be, like, 
part of how you differentiated like knights and royalty from mm -hmm. commoners. And now we're seeing, we then we saw it like the most eccentric, mostly in like music and modeling. It was very mm -hmm. like high fashion. Right, right. And now we're seeing it more to like the artists in the mainstream and the everyday. Uh -huh. Why do you think that that's happening, Onawa? Like, the the people that I described in the introduction, um, they're mostly white men, but there are women like Natalie, mm -hmm. whom we heard from. There are people of of different uh, different races, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds, mm -hmm. like all across the country. What do you think is making it so popular right now? It's a beautiful shape. That it just has a lot of movement. It's very effortless, and it really, again, just depends on how you style it. You can like play mm -hmm. it up in so many different ways. Uh, I I like them. I like them a lot. Um, I think also too, because of the times where everything is like everybody's retroing everything. But uh, the best way I can describe it is like HD. You mm -hmm. know, HD. So, oh. so like for the barbers, mullets have always been grungy or not a good looking haircut for barbers. But with the way that we have innovating with fading and giving like clean lines and things like that, you can make a mullet look so much fresher, cleaner, sharper. Mm -hmm. And so I think people are like now like, oh, I can get a mullet and I can make it look good. Yeah. One mm -hmm. of my clients is a model and they've had a mullet since before I started doing their hair. Mm -hmm. And it just looks so sleek on them. They, yeah. It takes it to the next level, and like they, they're just a beautiful, stunning human, and mm -hmm. the cut just accentuates it more. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to the beauticians and the people that came before us. Mm -hmm. No, uh, not I at think all. It's, it's just, been a learning curve. Like yeah, we've all had to everything go through just our tri trials and tribulations with it. <laughs> yeah, it just evolves. That's that's all it is because it's going to be kids that's behind us. That's going to take it to the even the next level. So because yeah. it's gotten so many different names too, just over the pandemic. Like we've heard the wolf cut, we've heard yeah, oh, uh, jellyfish right. cut. Yep. The woolet is one I was made aware of. <laughs> Somebody this morning. said Mississippi mudslide. Okay, so, I'm here for that not, though. I like that one. Kentucky waterfall is my personal favorite. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So and I I just heard this morning Missouri compromise. Really? Oh my god, that's so uh, funny. <laughs> That's so, like a huge nerd joke, but I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, okay, Missouri compromise. <laughs> well, and uh, nerds unite everywhere, <laughs> right? So, and so far as maintenance is concerned, I mean, how does a mullet look grown out? I is it actually a, a style that requires a lot of upkeep? No. It depends. The older it looks, the better. I yeah, oh. I like when it's a little more lived in and shaggy yeah. and like mussed up. Because like what we talked about earlier, it's a carefree hairstyle. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be like perfect. Like like that's just what they tell you in life, never be too perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like it's it's one of those things that it, it needs to be messy, it but it can be sharp on the sides, but the rest of it it has to just flow. Mm hmm So is is then the mullet something that is it's so everyday now that it's not really worth talking about? What makes it something interesting? And after you were asked to be on this show, did you start noticing more mullets everywhere? I mean, I just call myself the mullet maniac at work because, like, anytime someone's like, hey, someone's looking for a mullet, I'm like, give them to me. Send them to me right mm -hmm. now, please. 
because I just <laughs> love doing mullets. They're so much fun. Uh-huh. And for me, it's 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 actually a little bit more difficult. I don't think it's difficult. Mm, okay. But I'm starting to see that a lot of people are having trouble with cutting them, cutting them. And so, like, people send them to me. They're like, oh, I got the perfect guy to do it. Oh. And so now it's like I see them all the time because, like, now I've became, like, a guy that can get them done. Okay. And But I think this, the industry is starting to get more and more uh, just open to them. So there's going to be a lot of people just doing them all the time now. Mm-hmm. And is there anyone who has walked into your salon or to the barbershop and you've recommended the mullet to them, and maybe that person has responded with some hesitation, but you've won them over to it? Almost um, every single one of my clients. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I'm, again, I push for the mullet because I think it looks great on everyone. It mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of everything. gives you volume, gives you shape, gives you just kind of an effortless design without really having to try too hard, whatever mm-hmm. your hair type is. And... The people, when I do win them over, I I just am so excited. And then to see their face light up when they see themselves after it happens, that's the best part when they, like, see, like, yeah, I totally look good like this. This is something I can manage and handle. I think mine is more so uh, everybody comes in to get them, but I never really recommend them. I'll have to start recommending them more. Okay, totally should. Just see what happens. Sir, Onawa, thank you for joining us today. Thank Thank you. you. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.